Hello, my name is Shelly and welcome to my podcast. First of all, I just want to say that I am not a Bible scholar, nor am I a, a you know someone who studies in that area. But I'm just a person who likes to read my Bible and I love to dig deep. <laughs> so tonight we'll be reading from Luke. 13 verse 1 to 5. I would love to invite everyone who hears this to open your Bible with me. Luke 13 verse 1 to 5. Jesus preaches repentance. So I'm reading from the King James Version. Verse 1. There were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answering said unto them, Suppose you that these Galileans were sinners above all Galileans, because they suffered such things? I tell you, nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Are those eighteen upon whom the tower in Siloam fell and slew them, think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you, nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. Yeah, so what happened here, if uh, you open your Bible commentary, especially SDA Bible commentary, what happened was a massacre just occurred. And it may, it may be that the person who spoke to Christ were the first to bring news of the incident. And Luke uh, is the only writer who mentioned this particular massacre. So the commentary invites us to read from Christ Object Lessons in page 212 and 213. I'm going to read it to understand the background of the story. So here, let me scroll. <laughs> but men were as ready than as men are now to conclude that they themselves are the favorites of heaven and that the message of reproof is meant for another. The hearers told Jesus of an event which had just caused great excitement. Some of the measures of Pontius Pilate, the governor of Judea, had given offense to the people. There had been a popular tumult, tumult in Jerusalem, and Pilate had attempted to quell this by violence. On one occasion, his soldiers had even invaded the precincts of the temple and had cut down some Galileans' pilgrims in the very act of slaying their sacrifices. The Jews regarded calamity as a judgment on an account of the sinner's sin, and those who told of this act of violence did so with secret satisfaction. Oh, okay. So they think uh, what happened to the Galileans was uh, an act of judgment from God. I'm going to continue reading. In their view, their own good fortune proved them to be better and therefore more favored by God than were those, these Galileans. They expected to hear from Jesus words of condemnation for these men who they doubted not richly deserved their punishment. The disciples of Christ 
did not venture to express their ideas until they had heard the opinion of their master. He had given them pointed lessons in reference to judging other men's characters and measuring retribution according to their finite judgment. Yet they looked for Christ to denounce these men as sinners above others. Great was their surprise at his answer. Turning to the multitude, the Savior said, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans, because they suffered such things? I tell you, nay, but except you repent, you shall all likewise perish. These startling calamities were designed to lead them to humble their hearts and to repent at their sins. The storms of vengeance was gathering, which was soon to burst upon all who had not found a refuge in Christ. As Jesus talked with the disciples and multitude, he looked forward with prophetic glance and saw Jerusalem besieged with armies. He heard the tramp of aliens marching against the chosen city and saw the thousands upon thousands perishing in the siege. Many of the Jews were like those Galileans, slain in the temple courts. In the very acts of offering sacrifice, the calamities that had fallen upon individuals were warnings from God to a nation equally guilty. Except ye repent, said Jesus, you shall all likewise perish. For a little time the day of probation lingered for them. There was still time for them to know the things that belonged to their peace. In a very simple word, I would say. So apparently the hearers, hearers and the messengers and the audience gathered about Jesus thought that the massacre happened because it was uh, like a divine judgment or something similar to that. And I mean, was also, I think it's a popular belief because at the time of Job, Remember that his friends uh, told Job uh, that he has sinned. And at that time, because he was experiencing like bad things happen to him, misfortunes, he lost everything. And they believe that those things happened because he, he has wronged God. And that's what, that was the belief back then. But here, oh, we understand that Jesus answered them that, and told them that you have the wrong understanding. What he's trying to say here that um, apparently they thought that suffering or bad things, misfortunes, happened and is necessary uh, for a punishment. You know, like it's punishment for their sin. Uh, it's written here in the Bible commentary, the temptation to think of accident or misfortune as an act of God comes from Satan, who seeks thereby to have men consider God a harsh and cruel father. Ooh. So apparently thinking that way is wrong. So here it's uh, written that according to the Greek, repent and keep on repenting. It's written in verse 3. I tell you no, but except you repent. In the other words, the Greek one, uh, the word repent means doesn't mean repentance, but you have to keep repenting. 
let me say. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's said here that punishment for sin is meted out on the last great day of judgment. Jesus condemns neither Pilate nor the Galileans. If any of the Jews had hoped to elicit from him the denunciation of Pilate's cruelty, they were disappointed. From every experience of life, the Christian may learn, if he will, how to walk before God more perfectly with a humble heart. Disappointment, misfortune, and calamity, whether witnessed or experienced, can teach the humble, receptive child of God precious lessons that can be learned in no other way. Yeah, so what I get from this lesson is... As a Christian, the spirit of condemning others when they fall, telling them they're sinners and saying that they deserved it, it's kind of evil, don't you think? <laughs> Let us not be the ones who said you deserved it because you have, you know, you have done this or that. You don't want to sneer at them, you know. I would say it's good. For us to be the person and the source of their encouragement you know be someone who can help them like um, build them up again be a friend you know be a support system for people who experience misfortune I mean at some point I I believe that even the children of God we, were, we are going to experience misfortunes in our life. It's not always a smooth ride. There are temptations and everything. And imagine if you, if you are experiencing misfortune. If you are experiencing misfortune, someone will be like, You deserved it. You're evil. You know, you need help. You, of course, will need help. And you will need someone to you know, pray for you. Someone who can be a friend someone who is willing to you know like build you up again and of course be a friend who will bring them to Christ and seek for answer from him so yeah it's, I think that's what I get from tonight thank you for listening <laughs> I know I'm still very amateur but I don't know I have no excuses <laughs> But yeah, good night. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And I will be posting more. See you. Sweet dreams.